Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom so, Sam, I'm going to open this episode and then you follow me because I want to throw you off. I want to make you look bad. Then, Moon, <laughs> you speak because if Sam says something good, that'll intimidate you. And I want you guys to fail. Is that OK? <laughs> Just so we're on the same page, please. You know. <laughs> Just a little strategy for the podcast, is it? <laughs> Here's my Machiavellian plan for all to, all to see. Uh, so I'm going to chop you up first of all. Then I'm going to chop up your... Chop up your mum and dad, and then uh, everyone all right with that? <laughs> I love that in reality TV, as long as you're being honest, anything is okay. It's like, well, I think you're a fat, ugly cunt, but I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm just being direct. I don't want to be like too. I really respect your honesty. I really respect it. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> so, but good though. Anyway, yes. I'm assuming so like, you're talking about Cracker. Talking about Cracker, uh, we shall get to her though. But first of all, let's start off with our marks out of 10 for the episode. I'm still trying to make this happen. I'm trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> Stop trying to make marks out of ten happen. Um, it's happened already. People do marks out of ten. I'm going to give it. Were we seven. not the first one to do that? <laughs> no, no, it's happened before. What Sometimes about thumbs do... up, thumbs down. Is that is that a me thing? Uh, that's definitely a you thing. Also, I came up with uh, stars out of five. What do you think? Do you think it'll work? Stars out of five. Oh God, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a bit too out there. I think you need something that's a bit more relatable. It's a bit too celestial. It's a bit too quirky. <laughs> I'm going to say seven. Seven out of ten. Ooh, I gave a six. I'm just below you, Sam. Which oh, is you not a good place face. to be. <laughs> don't, so, stand, don't stand downwind. <laughs> uh, we start off with um, finding out... Well, not finding out. We've been, new, we've been new. But Alexis Mateo has gone. And they're all now raving about her being an amazing friend, amazing competitor. Of course. And then it's like, well, why did you keep her over Blair St. Ware? I don't understand. <laughs> um, okay, two things to say here. First, first of all, you missed out the fact that, <laughs> that she wrote arse on the, um, on the mirror. But it wasn't. It was, but it was, a, it was All Stars 5, but it looks like arse. And, and the cracker out, read it completely <laughs> straight. She's like, goodbye, I love you, ass. Oh, yeah, that makes total <laughs> sense. As if it was an in-joke. It's like, no, it's, yeah, AS5. And you can't blame Idiot. that on the Spanish accent because it's right, written down for crying out loud. Um, I think um, so after this episode I have to go back on what I said before I think Alexis is better than Blair oh I didn't remember you said otherwise yeah I was like well I'm Blair all the way it should have been Blair blah 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 I liked Blair but no I'm I'm over her now Oh my god! I must have repressed you saying that last week. So I don't know how I could have continued with this podcast. I did. I I did say you were quite angry at the time. <laughs> Maybe you were just having one of your blackouts. I had drank a lot that day. I must admit. Um, <laughs> so Cracker does a bit of a fake out. She's saying she wants to avoid an awkward moment when they ask who her lipstick was. Did you fall for this? No, it was. Um, I have to say this first. First of all, can I just say whenever whenever they talk about lipsticks, I want to see your lipstick. It just reminds me of of the dog, the dog's dick. <laughs> yeah, and it sort of makes me a bit disgusted. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, let's have a look at you. let's have a look at your lipstick, like a little angry penis. But um, <laughs> yes, I do think that one thing I will say about this episode is that it's very it's. It's sort of laid out for you on a plate, do you know what I mean? There's no real surprises. Oh, well, um, at the end of last week's episode, we predicted what was going to happen this episode, and I can't actually remember. I know we definitely said Blair would bomb the comedy challenge yeah. and leave, so that was a tick. Yeah. But you didn't have to be yeah. Walter Mercado to pick that out. But then that we... <laughs> I think I predicted maybe that Juju would win. I didn't predict Cracker, even that seems quite yeah, obvious Yeah, I think now. you did predict that. But um, I think that also I had said how... The fact that Shay goes on about how shit she is... Means it's obviously she's going to be good. Yeah, it's just it's just a, I think the manipulation is just a little bit too obvious in this episode. But um, I will say that yeah, no, it, it's a good one. And I think and I think Blair. Oh, I don't know. Wait, you, you we'll get to Blair. <laughs> well, crack. I actually did fall for Cracker's thing. I thought she was going to pull Blair's lipstick because she seemed like genuinely quite upset. And I didn't think she was that great. Of Put an out actress. of her pants. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I love the fact with that a few queens have done this where they pretend they're going to reveal your lipstick and then don't and it's always quite a fun moment but Cracker is such an awkward person that even when she's pranking someone it still is quite uncomfortable like no one laughed or anything when she did it it was just like Juju was just like I want to fucking punch you yeah exactly in fact Juju, Juju said what we all felt what we all felt I just, wanna fucking, I, just, I just want to fucking punch you in the face I'd love to punch a crack, Cracker in the face you want to whack a Cracker I want to whack a Cracker what was that is that game called Whack-a-Mole Whack-a-Mole yeah 
Whack- a whack-a-mole. I have that with nachos, yeah, whack-a-mole. Um, <laughs> but we find out they all voted for Alexis, um, except Alexis, who voted for Blair. I mean, they are assuming with that. If someone had voted for Blair and Alexis voted for herself, then they got away with that quite easily. Oh, they got away with that scot-free, but also I think like, Alexis would never have done that. Never also, in a um, million years. Yeah, she would have seen it as the ultimate betrayal. Like, <laughs> Oh, God, it's like she's in the room. We should have pretended that was an exclusive interview. I think everyone would have fallen for it. <laughs> Thank you for everybody listening to United Kingdom. That is Sofia Vergara. That is not Alexis Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, babes. I'm getting me uh, my Hispanics mixed up. But um, yeah, no, she would never have voted for herself because they said all the way through the series that anyone who does that is a fucking disgrace. And that is and not that. Alexis Mateo. She, I, I'm just going to be honest. She is my winner, so it doesn't really matter what happens now. Um, I'm. Oh well, she's not my winner. She can't be your winner. She left. She left in fifth place. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. It's like people say about Trump. They're always like, he's not my president. So it's like I know who technically is the president, but you're like, my president is. I don't know, someone else. And my winner of All Stars 5 is Alexis Mateo and always will be. Yeah. Well, but that's like saying that somebody who like got knocked out in the primaries like a year before the presidency is your president. Listen, Sam, I'm not saying it's not delusional. I'm just saying it's a thing that people do <laughs> and I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, well, Man- Manila was my winner in her year. And also, me too, uh, yeah. And Shangela. Shangela was my winner. Yeah, Shangela was my So you winner. are one of us. You're just not for Alexis yeah. Mateo. Yeah. But they're all convinced that they're going to win. Speaking of delusion, Cracker's like, I ride the subway every day, so I know how to fight. I'm like, what? Why are people beating yeah. you up on the subway so In much? drag. She rides the subway in drag. Why don't you just get a cab, you freak? And that's also not true, I bet. I bet it's not homophobes. I bet it's just, like, drag race fans. <laughs> like, God, you're annoying. <laughs> just like, I recognise you. It's, it's, it's sw- swarms of jujubees trying to punch you in the face. <laughs> and then Blair is like, and don't count me out. And I'm like, oh, come on, Blair, do you really think... <laughs> We've already counted you out on it. Yeah, who said that? Shit what was that, that noise? <laughs> <laughs> but then she's still like, I- I'm also still going to keep wearing this wig, this hair. I'm like, if you're going to insist on keep wearing that greasy wig and keep insisting that you have a chance mm. of winning, these two things are not yeah. compatible. Yeah. Come on, snap out of it. Everybody's told me I'm terrible, but I'm going to carry on being terrible and win. You watch. I know. Well, that was the thing with British Drag Race. Like... When you got to the top three, bag of chips were just like, yeah, they deserve it more than me. And like, I think it's, I like, quite like it about the British sensibility of just sometimes being like, knowing when it's your time to go. Um, mm. You don't have to like tap out. Being gracious. Just being like, like Mayhem was gracious. Yeah, but just being like, I haven't won a challenge. I'm probably not going to win, but I'm not going to stop fighting. Don't be like actually mm. acting like you're going to win. Come on. Exactly. You don't come back from that. You might not have won a challenge, but you've been crap for the last few weeks. But it's kind of a weird thing because the crack show, the crackers show, because they, uh, they're they being confident, but then they also all look like they're shitting themselves. So there's a bit of bravado here. Oh, definitely. And a stench of shit. Because <laughs> when RuPaul comes in to tell them it's going to be the Shady Shack and they're all going to perform. And he made a reference and I just wondered if you got it because I didn't. He goes, I'm drinking champagne. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Uh, no, but it was annoying. It was annoying. And I watched this episode three times. It annoyed me every time. But I, I don't know if it's like a reference to <laughs> Latoya Jackson or something. Because it sounded a bit like her, but I don't really... Oh, maybe. Or like Minnie Mouse or something. I could have Googled it, but you know, I'm just not that kind of journalist. <laughs> I don't like to rely on the internet. <laughs> I don't like to do research. <laughs> so, it's, not my, it's not in my nature. So it's a stand-up challenge. They've never done a stand-up challenge like this. At the end, apart from All Stars 1, they kind of did one between Chad and Raven in the final. But usually stand-up challenges are quite rare. Mm. And when they do happen, they're mid-season. So Sam, you, as far as I know, have never done stand-up, but you seem like an obvious natural. I would love to do it. and um, But I was going to ask you, is like, obviously they have to sit down and write jokes. I mean, is it, I mean, I'm assuming it's harder than that. What writing? You think writing jokes is harder? Well, that'd be, well, it's the thing. It's like it doesn't say as well, which actually is something I'd like to give you a bit of exclusive info here. Ooh. They don't say how obviously they they don't have to create, sit there and write brand new material right there in the workroom, do they? No, because I really but, suspected because Cracker is a comedian. I think a lot of her sets she might have pulled from shows. Well, you know, I said that two of my friends went to go and see Cracker live. Oh. Um, at least they said about 50% of what she did on stage was stuff they'd already seen on stage. I mean, I don't even hold that against her really because, I mean, if you're a queen who's been around for 20 years, say, and mm. you happen to have an amazing ball gown and you wear that in the finale, you didn't buy it for Drag Race, yeah. you just happen to have it. And I guess it's the same mm. in, if you're a comedy queen, then obviously you're going to have if a lot of material. If you've got a lot of good material, yeah. If you've got good material, then why not carry on and use it, I suppose. Yes, you're right. And to be honest, I think any queen going on to Drag Race, I mean, if I had a preparation kit, I would suggest to any of them, come up with five minutes of 
good comedy material about yourself in case there is a comedy challenge mm. and you probably will be able to work it into something be it the reading challenge or a mini challenge or stand up or a roast at some point I just yeah. think that should be something a lot of them don't do especially if you're not oh, no, good at it then I don't know why they get invested kit. in that but you know I'm always trying to pick like... myself out to them and then never half of them are never taking me up <laughs> and you're not bitter at all. But you did say um you did say you did say that Cracker did reply to you there and said that she only did her own stuff, which I did quite like. Yes. Um although I still even though she wins this challenge, I still think she could have done better, but that's just my critique. Well, uh it was my friends Matt and Sam who went. I just shout out to them. Hi guys, thank you for the info. Hi Matt and Sam. Sh- they're, f- they're fans of the show. Is, Hi. Woo-hoo. Is Sam you and you're just doing like third person? <laughs> <laughs> I love Sam. He's one of my really best friends. Can we also shout out my friend Ed as well, please? If you can't be friends with yourself, how the hell are you going to be friends with somebody else? Am I right? Um so <laughs> amen. Gay men. So Cracker does the lineup. And obviously, as we referenced at the show, she not only tries to fuck them all over, but tells them. So do you think this was honest or weird? I think it was... Because I was, I was actually thinking, what, on my second viewing, I thought, like, well, that is a bit weird. The first time I thought, like, it would make more sense just to say who, what the order it was going to be in, right? This is the order. There we go. I mean, and then they would say in the VTs, oh my God, I think she put me first because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there's no, <laughs> there's no room for that because she just does it all for them. She's like, I'm putting you in this position because, because, because. But I think, um, you know, it, it's classic cracker. It's um, over-egging the pudding, making your part bigger and also just, um, just trying to show everybody that she's, the most intelligent person in the room, which isn't. Well, I just think at this stage, where if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom, um, any reason is a reason to send someone home. So I would think, I wouldn't just say things like this. Like, she could have done the same lineup, but just said, Juju, you're going first because you're strong. I think you can handle it. Shay, you're closing because I think you will leave. And you could have had the same lineup, had your strategy, but you didn't have to tell them all, I want you all to fail. <laughs> it just seemed a bit weird and a bit, I don't know. That is just cracker all over. She's just awkward. She's awkward and it's just, I think she's, I think she's got, well, this is what she said, remember before how she said she um, struggles to make friends. <laughs> this could be why, dear, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I really don't, I really don't like you because you've got horrible back hair and your breath smells. But um, <laughs> any, uh, other than that, great. But I think he just, I think, yeah, that, it's that kind of, it's like, it's like a lack of social graces. She's trying to give, the, she's trying to be honest and give a plan, but it just comes across as odd. Yeah, like when she told Angina she'd been up all night wishing that she'd brought some white out. I was like, you know, not, not every <laughs> thought needs to be said out loud. Some some yes. are just happy to stay in your head. Keep some things yourself. And listen up fives, a ten is guest judging because Jane Krakowski is here. Krakowski? Krakowski? Krakowski. Krak- yeah, Krakowski. I think it's probably, um in its <laughs> in its natural form, it's probably Krakowski. Krakowski. Sorry, I just had a, had a hairball in my throat. Um, so she's there for the rehearsals. She's helping them through it. So who better? And they all, I think they all completely recognise her, but they all do what I did last week, which is they don't know her name because they walk in and go, ah, but none of them says her name. But I, the thing is, I think um, with all drag races all the time, they're all told, whoever it is, whether you know them, like them, whatever, you have to go, oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think... So it doesn't even... I think usually they do, because usually they, RuPaul tells them in the intro, mm, exactly. but he said it was a special thing, because I think he knew they would all know who it was. But I just think that oh, she's right. someone who we all know, but we still don't know her name, like, to hand. Well, I knew her name, because I love her, cause I, and I've watched her in so many series since, since wait, well, for 20 years, since she was in um, Anime Bill. Well, for me, I mean, I love her in so many things, same as you, but for me, Jenny Maroney from 30 Rock is the, is the ultimate. Uh, <laughs> so, so many people say that that's like me. <laughs> I'm like Jenna Maroney. And you take that as a compliment. And as you should. I really do. <laughs> so we get all the run-throughs. Um, I mean, they're all, all generally quite awkward. Juju's run-through is not good, which surprised me. Well, again, I think this is definitely... Um, this is production manipulation. It um, is. As in, like, I, I thought none of the... I thought... Like, this is all enjoying, you know, enjoyment, TV entertainment, watching their run-throughs, but I would have thought, I thought, in no way will they correlate to what happens on stage. Well, they did the exact opposite. So they showed bad run-throughs exactly. for Juju, Shay and Cracker, who mm. all ended up doing well. And then the one person who did bad, Blair, she had a really good run-through. So yeah, it was very manipulative. And they went to town on that as well. And and they went to town on Blair saying that I've just got the best. I've got so much, I've got so much material. Oh my God, I've got an embarrassment of riches. Oh my God, Jane loved me. Blah, 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 blah. It was, follows it, her on Instagram. Yeah, yeah exactly. It went... It 
went so far piling on the love for Blair that you knew it was going to be tits up. And did you notice Blair's run through? She kept doing this weird shoulder thing. She kept just like putting her hand on her hip and like jutting her shoulder up as if, you know, jutting your shoulder is not comedy. She just kept doing that as this little... She's just acting like, you know, Blanche from the Golden Girls, basically. I thought she was having a fit. But what I want to know is, and I don't know if we'll ever know this, but you know, because Blair did actually have some good jokes in the run through, like the one about Ross Matthews, high estrogen mm. and another one mm. like, but they were not in the final performance. So did she not use the jokes that went down well? well? They might have been in it, but because of the way the show was edited, they might, because they wanted her to have a bad show, they might have edited out the laughs. Yeah. It, or just not shown them. I suspect that's what happened, but it's a shame if Blair did have a couple of shining moments and then they got cut out of the performance. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I'm Blair. I'm Blair don't care. <laughs> and um, also, uh, Crackers was cringe. Um, she just seemed to not be telling any jokes. She just seemed to be doing some weird monologue. Well, she, was do- she said she was going to do a TED talk, and it was like, it's not supposed to- you're not supposed to be doing a TED talk. You're supposed to be making us laugh. And I love that she came out, and she's so aware of the cameras on in her head that she came out, instead of saying, I'm a fan of you to Jane, she's just like, oh my God, this is going to be the bit where they do a montage where I'm freaking out about being your fan. It's like, why don't you just say that rather than get ahead about how it's going to be shown in the episode, which didn't even happen. I know. <laughs> Cringe. She just, bas- she just basically runs everything over in her head, like, to the nth degree, and then sort of, like, ruins it for herself every time. <laughs> and um, I thought Ross Matthews telling Shay to be more like Whoopi Goldberg was a bit like when Louis Walsh used to tell every black comedian, black singer on um, X Factor that they looked like <laughs> Lenny Henry. You look like Lenny Henry. <laughs> She's just like... It just felt a bit like, oh, God, that's lazy. and <laughs> Just be like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. How easy is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there, but there's a lot of other black comedians that he could have chosen. But um, I think maybe, you know, Whoopi, Whoopi's a fan of the show. But also, that's, that's really it. I mean, she could have said um, Wanda Sykes or something. Yeah. And um, who's more funny? Ross's other advice is to talk about the Sasha Velour lip sync, which I'm really surprised because, like, I, I didn't ever realise that Shay found it quite as traumatic as she did. Because, I mean, it is I a don't think sync. she does. I think she, has, I, I think she has gone on about that a bit too much. It's because she talks about it being triggering, for fuck's sake. I mean, give me a break. Like, you came fourth in Drag Race and it was such a traumatic experience. Triggering is like, you know, if you were raped or something or, like, your family were murdered. Not that, you know, that somebody did you over with some petals in Drag Race finale. <laughs> Jesus, get over yourself. Well, that is funny you should say that, because the weird thing is, obviously, I mean, not to undermine Shay's experience, but she had just lost two members of her family when the lip sync thing happened. So I don't know if that is just kind of, like, for her, just a dark period of her life because of all those reasons. Yeah, that is, good. that is a good point, actually. Like, it all, I guess it all could have all happened around the same time, and then the Sasha Velour thing was just, like, the icing on a very shitty cake. Well, I did think it's just, oh, it's just a lip sync, it's just Drag Race, it's all for fun. But then I thought, well, I guess Shay was, in a way, globally humiliated. Everyone thought she was going to win, and then she was completely upstaged. So I guess I could see... And she and she says roses keep following her everywhere because of, like, fans doing it and stuff. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can we, go to, can we go to a drag con and literally take a bucket of them with us? Yeah, okay, we'll say, you owned it on stage now, Shay. You made it in the comedy routine. So we can do it now, can't we? We're, re- we're ready yes. to laugh. And soak them in piss. <laughs> Tam, you always have to take it too far. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, and then we get I think Shay actually should be on this podcast because the next scene we see her loudly burping like chronically oh yeah blah blah I'm just like, oh my god, because I mean, well, she said, she said, what did she say she had? I mean, I really, I thought we should, um, you know, we should get that recipe. She had like a Tums and yeah, a can of coke or what, something, wasn't it? Is, is Tums a soft drink? Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a Pepto Bismol sort of thing. It's for settling your stomach. Oh, well, it, and it makes you burp, or it stops you burping. Yeah. I, I tell you what would make you burp, loads if you um, drank, well, if you ate a, uh, a Barocca without putting it in water. <laughs> You'd be burping for days, wouldn't you? And you get your fluorescent piss, which I love. Because if you have one, forget about I, it. And you go to the toilet, it's just like a fucking lightsaber coming out your dick. It's like, ah! What was that? <laughs> like, what's wrong? It's better than it coming out your arse. <laughs> You'd put one in your ass, I imagine. Well, lightsaber. Just put the lightsaber on, then turn it on. Ooh, <laughs> and the force be with you, babes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and then I love what Shay does once she's finished the burping, is that she pulls out this amazing, fabulous red dress. Because um, mm. she's like, if I'm not going to be funny, I'm going to look amazing. And I bet this dress was one of her options for the finale, but she's chosen something better. Mm. She's like, well, I'm not going to get to wear this now, so I'm just going to use it on this stage, which I love. 
So I love Yeah, and I agree. And it, it, it is beautiful, but it's like, um, thing is, with something like this, some people would say, oh, it's not very form-fitting. You can't see anything. You just look like a lampshade. It looks like three dresses on top of each other. Uh, but, you know, I think she does look beautiful. So obviously, that's what you think, Sam. Some people would say this. <laughs> not me, but some people. <laughs> Sam, said that. Sam said that, not me. <laughs> and um, now we're getting even more delusion from Blair she's had a good run-through. She's like, I think I'm being underestimated. I'm a theatre queen. I think everyone else is threatened by me. It's like, okay, turn, turn it down, Val- Valentina. You no, get- this is, it's, all of this, it's all of this shit that, that turned me right off her this week. All of it. Well, some of us could see it coming, Sam. I know, I know. I stand corrected, I have to say. And speaking of theatre queens, should we go to the moon? To, 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 to oh, the moon. sorry. Oh, that was actually in sync for once, and then you stopped. Oh, fuck! It's because I caught right, your cut. Try again. Three, two, one. To, 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 to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. To, 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 to the moon. Oh, there he is. And it's a special edition of To The Moon this week because it was Moon's birthday. Oh, thanks. Happy God. birthday to Moon. Happy birthday <laughs> to Moon. Happy birthday to Moon. Happy birthday to Moon. Oh, thanks so much. Did you get that flannel shirt for your birthday? Yeah, but it was, it's oh, not nice. nothing too special. Just a little smart shirt. It's a good shirt to go for a Sunday roast, I would say. Oh, I could, I could do with a Sunday roast. You like a meat and two veg. I did hear that about you. One on each end. <laughs> Fred Perry. It's got a little emblem. It's a little, it's a, oh, it's a little bird. It's a swallow. Yeah. That's what happens after you have a spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure the make. Sorry. I should have checked. What was your best present, Moon? Obviously, we're going to take you out for a special dinner. But apart from that. Oh, thanks. And you have it on record now. Yay! <laughs> I'm gonna get a nice new microphone, hopefully for the podcast. That's your Woo, birthday present. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> a little present to myself. <laughs> oh, amazing! Well, you can stick it on Sam's tab, and that can be your birthday present as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Put it on my account, darling. Are we allowed to ask how old you are, Moon? I'm 37. 37. <gasps> well, at least you're not as old as Sam. That's what I always say. Well, that's what I say about every everyone, really. <laughs> but also, uh, you don't look 37. That's oh, for sure. No, thanks. you don't. You don't look a day over 29. It helps me get all of Sam's references, which is good. Because <laughs> I sure as hell don't. What the fuck? So there was this show called I Love Lucy. Anyway, so anyway, so in the Flintstones. <laughs> in the dawn of time. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Moon. And we're going to be back right after this short break with part two. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and it's the runway. It's the, it's the runway. runway. Yeah, yeah. Do you get the song? <laughs> oh my God, was that, was that Runaway by the call? Yeah, but I was doing it as Runway. It's the runway, it's the runway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you just love that song? I love the cause. I love, I love the cause, full stop. If that makes me middle of the road, then so be it. I'm middle of the road. M-O-R, M-O-R, darling. M-O-R. More, more, more. How do you like it? And how do you like it? How do you like it? Oh, it's a musical interview. And how do you like Rue's look this week? Like a dynasty turquoise number. I love it. It's, it's a bit reminiscent of... Um, what Cracker did her um, her lip syncing last week. Oh yeah, but much better than that, obviously. Just a really good version of it. I thought it was safe. I wasn't blown away. She's not reinventing the wheel, although she probably was there when it was invented. But yes, I <laughs> and an excellent padding, I think. Yes, good padding. Um, it takes mm. a village. Um, so the pa- the yeah. panel all tell a joke. <laughs> which kind of, most of them work okay. But for me, the biggest joke of the episode is bringing Kennedy Davenport back to lip sync to our country song. But we will get to that. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> we will get, I think, um, no, I think Jane Krakowski's uh, joke was the best. The blonde crossing the road is a whore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was... It just came out, it just came out of nowhere. What was Michelle's joke? I think I liked Michelle's best. Oh, yeah, the elephant and a something. Rhino. What was it? It obviously wasn't that good. I've forgotten it. Yeah, it was so good. I've forgotten instantly. But Jane Krakowski now has laryngitis as well, which we know is not from laughing too much at the routines in rehearsal. So I don't know where she got that from. <laughs> but good for her for turning up, though, even though she had a crossy throat. I know, and it's quite hard to deliver jokes where you sound like this, where you sound like Doc Cotton <laughs> or Darth Vader. 
<laughs> Darth Cotton. Her voice is more hoarse than Celine Dion's face, I'm telling you. But she's still <laughs> powered through, bless her. And then we get to something else we have to power through, which is the, the Shady Shack, the stand-up routines. So there's only four, so let's go through all four of them. What did you think of yeah. Juju? Juju, again, like, this is what sometimes annoys me with the cutting, is that they, um, like they did with Blair, we will talk about. When they don't want a joke to work, we are led to it, do you know what I mean? And they do like a cricket sound effect or yeah. something. I think with Juju, obviously it didn't start off very well, but one thing I will say about most of them is just like, it's supposed to be a stand-up routine, not not a roast of the judges. I don't get it. Why were they doing that? Well, I think that, because um, it's called The Shady Shack, I think it was encouraged oh. to that, for that to be almost like a theme. But also shading each other. Oh, so and shading. Being a bit shady about the judges and each other. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean though. It was almost like roasty. Whereas they didn't, they could have just made it straight up stand up, but maybe they didn't want girls to completely rely on their material the way that Cracker actually did. Oh, I see. Um, but he could, they could have like developed their material so it was a bit, I know, so it was a bit better. I don't know. Oh, you sound like Jane. Sorry, I've got, I, I, it's the wig dander. Um, <laughs> Why I is think dander? Um, dander is like, um, it's like fluff that comes off. Um, well, anything really wigs. It's like you can be allergic. I to like it. those little like tinsely things that come off, or like a teddy bear, Fibers. or no, or or like um, or like for example, a carpet, a new carpet, you know. Okay, wow, I'm learning so many words today. Tums, <laughs> every dander. Every day's a school day. Tums isn't a new word. <laughs> well, it's for me. <laughs> no, t- tums, tubs. I can't remember what it's called. Um, um, yeah, so I just, and also, yeah, when one of them, is it Blair that, that goes for Jane Grakowski? Oh, you better fucking watch yourself. Oh, yeah, she said, how do you keep escaping from the old folks' home? <laughs> I mean, that, that's just not very, it's not very clever, is it? You could have made a joke about rage that was funny, but that's not it. And also, it's just you saying it was funnier than her saying it just now. Yeah, Blair's delivery is not great. And also, as the judges mentioned, both her and Juju, they both really rely on their notes. And I'm really surprised at this. Because, well, I mean, because, yeah, you were saying we were talking, let's go do-do first. I just think, yeah, it started off a bit, um, you know, a bit crap, a few, few crickets, but then um, actually got quite funny. Yeah, she, I mean, if you're going to go in one direction, it's better to start bad and get better than start good and then yeah. kind of flounder. But yeah, when she got to the Shading yeah. Ross's book, I, that, as they mentioned, I thought that was probably the strongest it got. Whereas Blair yeah. did the opposite. She started off a kind of all right and then it got really really uncomfortable i have to say that for the first time in a long time i had to stop it just to get rid of the secondhand cringe i just had to st- i just had to stop i just had to stop it for a moment and just like go and go and make a cup of tea or get a drink or something because it was just so so i have a this is this is the thing i have with i have a problem with stand-up i mean i've hardly been to any yeah and um and my family all love it. They all watch stand-up on TV. They absolutely love it. I would love to do it myself as well. But, like, I just... The, the cringe of it, I find it so painful. It's one of them... It's one of, honestly, it's one of my pet hates in the whole world. And it was just the worst watching, watching Blair. It's, and, like, and the thing is, she just powered on through with the confidence. And then just, like... And she couldn't even turn the pages properly. Why didn't she just get... Why didn't she put it on cards? At least Juju had it on cards. Oh, yeah. Or at least get one of those rubber things on your finger so you can flick it quickly. The, the slowest page turners I've ever heard. Half the set was turning <laughs> pages. Then- <laughs> the thing is, we've all tried to turn pages before, like at a meeting or something, when you can't find, you know, you can't find something in a bit of paper. You're like, ah, just, just uh, one, one sec, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just, just, one, yeah, I know, just, just a moment, just a moment. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, here, oh, and then you have to go. Oh, here it is. Even when you haven't found it. Oh, I just can't bear it. Blair, Blair St. Clair, how dare! It reminded me of my brother when he was in school and he had to. He was so shy on stage and he had to read out something, but his hand was shaking so much and he had a microphone that all you could hear was almost like that, as if the paper was like some sort of instrument playing like a Australian wind like yeah exactly like that and it's just like oh my god sometimes a prop is there to make you feel less nervous but it actually just makes things worse and it cuts you off from the audience well this is well this is the thing like I mean Av you've done stand up and I've I've written stuff that I've that I would do and I think the way I personally would find it comfortable is to like, you know, you have in your head a certain topic and then you talk around it, do you know what I mean? And like, and tell a story yeah. and talk around that story. So I don't see why, I don't see, 
You don't need, like, you, you're not doing it word for word ever, are you? I mean, you tell us. Well, I've never actually done stand-up. I've done taken part in roast battles. I've done a roast battle, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, and they yeah. let you take notes on stage. So I'm reading them for not memorising it, but I always took notes on stage, even though <laughs> <laughs> I must admit. But um, if I was on TV, drag race, I would have memorised it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and exactly. You don't see someone on Live at the Apollo with a page full of posters. But you? a lot of people said that, including, like, Charlie, who had done both, said that, like... Uh, they thought roasts were more nerve-wracking than stand-up. But for me, same as you, I think stand-up is the most nerve-wracking thing because you have to be really vulnerable. I mean, when you're doing a roast, you're reading someone else. And if a joke doesn't mm. work, it's not the end of the world. But stand-up, you tend to be talking mm. a lot about yourself and it's your style and mm. it's just very personal. Yeah. So I think to get up and do that, I applaud anyone, but apart from Blair. But I agree with what Ross Matthews says. It's, um, it's to do with... This is why I think the roasting aspect of it wasn't... Um, as good because I would have liked to have heard more about you know Blair's life or she could have she could have talked about being like a you know like a little southern little boy girl and like and said some really funny stories about that I mean it would have been so much better yeah I think jokes about how young she looks would have been good uh, even like yeah, exactly. she she's talked before about drink problems and DUIs I think even using that and like just even making fun of the fact she hasn't won a challenge in the competition, that would have like got the audience on side. There's so much she could have done. Yeah. And just, you've seen Pharamone in the past, the epitome of just telling the guest judges their shit, like she did to Tamar Braxton, basically. And it's yeah, just like, yeah, it, do- it doesn't work. Like, you have to be more clever than that. And then she even reuses a joke mm. we've seen on Drag Race when she's like, if you liked me, I'm um, Blair Sinclair. Oh. If you hated me, I'm Derek Barry. So it's just kind of... And this is the bitch you meant to have loads of material, so much shit to cut it down. And then we get recycled crap. <laughs> so she cut... So basically, did you cut out... You basically cut out all the good stuff and then just left it all the shit. I'm so confident I'm going to cut out all the best jokes because I just really feel like I can make it work. I really, I, re- I, re- I want to be on a level pegging with everybody else so I'm just going to cut all my good I stuff want, out. I want to give them a chance. Stuff. <laughs> Be- <laughs> um, so then we get the, probably the best routine, Crackers. Um, yeah, she, my favourite show, I mean, Cracker, straight away, I mean, someone said to me recently that stand-up is like 70% about delivery, 30% about material. Mm. So, I mean, the mm. fact that she's comfortable on stage and is just, delivering confidently working the audience that's already half well that's the what Blair says Blair's like oh it was cracker at a show yeah. it was cracker at a show and I think and also what Ross Matthews says at one point that uh, it's if you see the person up up there laughing if they're making themselves laugh and they're enjoying themselves or that I mean I mean because obviously some comedians are like totally deadpan but it's, yeah um, I think I would be a comedian that would laugh along do you know what I mean and like and I think if it's just roasting and it's just painful, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. It's really hard though, because when you're on stage performing, it's like you want to enjoy yourself, and the best comedians are ones who are relaxed, enjoying it. But then also you are nervous, yeah. and you can't just turn that off. So it's trying to find the balance yeah. between that. Um, but my favorite cracker lines are probably, "I'm like Shakeley's um, music because no one listens to me," and I know what body <laughs> shaming can do to a person. It works. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. I bet she's been using that one for a yeah. while. Oh, definitely before she got fat. Yeah, <laughs> she's been using that for 20 years. Um, so yeah, Cracker <laughs> did well, obviously. I did think she might mess it up because like, she's done it with Snatch Game twice. Sometimes even as a comedy yeah. queen, she doesn't. But stand-up is, seems to be her thing. Um, Shay, I thought was good. Did you like Shay's? Actually really good. And again, it was, you know, we were told that it was going to be, you know, we were led to believe it was going to be shit. Uh, and then also she was pushing the whole crap about, oh, it's triggering, it's triggering. But then did like half the set on that moment, yeah. which was a really good, a really good idea. She took the advice and it worked for her. I knew Shay wasn't going to bomb. She also was in season nine where they did the roast challenge that Pheromone Farrah, bombed and she was good at that. So I was like, if you can do that, this yeah. is very similar. Um, but yeah, I liked her references to being robbed season nine and then the coming to America joke about James L. Jones. I thought it was funny. <laughs> That was that was good. That was obviously she'd obviously just come up with that. So uh, whatever she did, if she'd just come up with that in the in the um in the workroom, then colour me impressed. <laughs> uh, do you think so? Who do you think was strongest at Shane Cracker or Juju? Do you, even uh, I think oh, I just well I just oh, Cracker just gets my tits. I, I'm so, <laughs> I like Juju's the best. Sorry. Is it just because it's Juju, though? Did you actually think her set was the best? I just find Juju really funny. I find Juju really funny. And well, even the... Sh- like, it's all the delivery and that cheeky smile she always has in her face. I liked it better than Cracker's one. I know Cracker was, was actually... Like, the audience thought it was funnier, but I, I preferred Juju B's um, set. Okay, fair enough. I f- first viewing thought Shay. And then when I watched it back the second time, I was like, 
Yeah, I think Cracker just edges her out. And then also on the runway, I've really thought that Shay dropped the ball. But we'll get to the runway now. So the category is Freak yeah. Out, which I think is a great category. So much you can do with it. Freak Out! <laughs> it's chic. Um, so Juju <laughs> comes out in like a checkered patchwork jester. That was amazing. <gasps> I That's loved an ama- it. Like, I, th- I think that um, if Juju B had... A, a better start to um, her performance, the um, the stand-up performance, I think she would have won this. And week. it would have been good if she had won because then her, Shay and Cracker all would have gone into the final with two wins and it would have been really even. So it's a shame that yeah. Gigi slightly just missed a few opportunities in the stand-up. But yeah, I thought she was definitely mm. the best on the runway by far. Oh my God, those sh- <laughs> I was I was actually quite afraid of her for those shoes. Christ alive. <laughs> Terrifying. You would, break, you would break your leg if you fell over in there. Oh God, I would. And then it's kind of not a million miles away is what Blair does, which is, I don't know how to describe it, like multicolored fur with polka dots. She says Cheshire Cat and acid. Oh, do you hate it? I thought Shay and Blair were both crap. I thought Blair was better than Shay, but I thought they were both... They just... I thought with such an exciting theme, they really underdelivered. Such an exciting theme. You couldn't you could do anything. And also, like, you could be like... I mean... Cracker, you know, smashed it out of the park with this one. I, I think, and you know I don't particularly like her, but, um, <laughs> like, she was the only one that, that thought outside. I mean, obviously, Bees was really kooky, but obviously it's, it's you know, a pre-bought outfit for craziness, yeah. and it's amazing. But um, I just think that there's so much you could do, so much you could do, and they, and both Shay and Blair's were just sort of mediocre, like... Just sort of a bit, you know, bits of fluff stuck on an outfit. Well, I was most offended by Shay's because she, on season nine, they had a club kid runway and she did quite well on that. And it was a really amazing, iconic runway. And this is worse than that. And when you come on to All Stars and do something worse, because it's a similar runway, club kid freak, to do something worse mm. than you did in the original season, when presumably you have way more money now and you should have evolved beyond it. I just think there's no excuse. But like, the, um, the, like her moth outfit would have been perfect for this. Yeah, I wonder actually if she maybe mixed them up a bit. So what was that runway again? Oh, that was three and one. <laughs> oh, no, she wouldn't have had that, would she? Uh, no, but like, I mean, if if you look at that and you look at the one where, you know, where the, the petals were falling from a hat and like, and then you compare both of those outfits to this one, it was like it was like cobbled together from bits and bobs. Maybe that could have been her freak outfit, the carry one, the pe- petals one. And then... Yeah, exactly. Or maybe that was going to be her stand-up one. And then that gown, the red one that she wore on stand-up, maybe could have been, because that was the prom dress week. (gasps) I think Shay's mixed up a lot of her outfits. I really do. (laughs) We've cracked the code. That silly bitch has got it all wrong. She's put put stuff all in the wrong place. Confirmed, stood up. Um, So we get to the critiques, and a few people have said that Ross Matthews, they thought, was being a bit shady when he said to Juju, if I was roasting you, I'd make fun of your best-selling book, if you had one, honey. Um, I think Ross was just passing it back and forth just to be fair. But I actually do get the sense she was a bit hurt by that. Because she was doing that thing where she's like, no, no one takes it personal, no one's offended. I was like, I think you, thou doth protest too much. Well, also, I mean, like you and I both have books um, that we've written and you can buy out there. Oh, and, good, um, good I don't segue either, plug. I, I, I don't think either of them, well, The Insider by Sam Dowler. And uh, Friendship Never Ends yours. by Ella Dyson, my pseudonym. Available on Amazon. Oh. Wink. <laughs> yes, mine's available on Amazon too. Or from Waterstones or all good bookshops. But um, I think it's safe to say that neither of them are bestsellers. But uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I just think it's a bit... Um, yeah, sorry. So I think, but obviously jokes about that. So maybe it really was a bestseller. So which makes, why would they be hurt by that? Yeah, um, maybe, well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe no one read it. Um, if it was, if it, if it was a total bomb, then that makes it funny. And I think that's why you would get a bit offended. <laughs> um, but I'm amazed that Gwyneth Paltrow wrote the foreword. Ross has a lot of really famous friends. He's really good at like doing social climbing in Hollywood. God knows how, but Annoying. if it's a tips book on how to do that, we should read it. And make it even more best-selling. It's called uh, how, to, how, to, how to Social Climb When You're a, when you're a Fat Gay. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> a lot of people are hating on Ross's season on Reddit and stuff, and I think Ross is great. I feel like oh, I think it's really nice. I prefer I prefer Carson Cressley, but I think uh, Ross is fine. Everyone just keeps saying on Reddit that Ross is just not funny at all, and I'm like, he makes me laugh. I feel like it, maybe they're being a bit sizeist. I don't know. Uh, no, I the thing is, I I think she's quite. He's been quite funny, and also I think he's actually really sweet. Yeah, like, he comes across as like he comes across as as really nice. I agree. I don't know if he is really nice in real life, but he just comes across as. That I interviewed way. him once, and he was very nice, very sweet. Oh, was and the he? voice was really like oh. that as well, unless he was pointing it on to me. <laughs> And um, Michelle says that <laughs> everybody, everybody, put, everybody puts it on for you and takes it off. <laughs> I wish. Michelle says that Blair was too mean to the guest judges and she's using her pad too much. So it's the only time that Blair probably ever padded because she comes yep. out like a rake. And she, um, Michelle was absolutely right. It just and the thing is, <laughs> I hate it when somebody does a shady roast on um, <laughs> on Michelle and then she just like she goes mm, and she just gives that ultra bitchy look right back and it's just painful. Oh, I remember when one of Farrah's I mean Farrah's roast has become iconic from season 9 because it was so bad but it was like Michelle's dick breath is stinking <laughs> up the whole room and it was just like the most awkward silence ever but they do this thing where some of the bad stand-ups on Drag Race they put them on YouTube but they put in a laughter track and they're a lot more fun to watch then because it shows how easily <laughs> manipulated we are exactly <laughs> so they all loved Cracker obviously uh, they read Shay for being safe on the runway, uh, but they liked that she memorised her whole set with no cards, which we give her props mm-hmm. for as well, and using the lip sync class. Yep. And it was good, and she was confident while doing it yeah. as well, which is which goes ha- halfway. But the win goes to Cracker, which I do agree with. Uh, do you think it should have gone to Juju? Um, I, uh, I wanted it to go to Juju, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think I... I thought it could go to her, but I think but because there was a bit of crap at the beginning of it, she, it just wasn't going to go to her, do you know what I mean? Which is because they, they, could, they couldn't, in all fairness, not give it to Cracker because she, she did, you know, great, a great set and a great runway look. Which is weird so because you couldn't really... Cracker technically has the best track record now. Um, three, three exactly, wins. which is just annoying. I know. Oh. But the writing, clearly the writing is on the wall for Blair. They go backstage and it's like, I'm surprised they didn't just sit down and go, do we even need to talk about this? It's obvious the way this is going. <laughs> but Blair insists that she has grown the most. And the weird thing is, they all keep praising her. They're all like, oh, you're the future drag. We can't wait to see what you come out with. You've been so funny this season. It's like, have they been editing all the good bits out? Because I haven't seen any of this. <laughs> Well, until this week, I agreed. I thought she had been um, smart. She'd been sassy. Some of the looks had been amazing. Uh, but I think she sort of went downhill in the last couple of weeks. And I think they were saying that to her because they know she's going. Well, I didn't... Yeah, I guess it was out of pity. But I, I she did well in the yeah, reading challenge week one. And then since then, she hasn't been awful. But, I mean, the person they're describing is not someone I feel like has been here. And who no, should be here is Alexis think... Mateo. But I will stop mentioning it now. <laughs> Please do, yes. Um, I, I just, but nothing, nothing for me beats that. Um, beats the outfit that Blair Sinclair came in on. She looked amazing. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, so yeah, she, uh, they're all kind of pleading their case, but not really because I think they know Blair's going. Shay does cry uh-huh. and says she wants this more than anything in the world. Um, Cracker then turns to Juju and says, calls her vivacious, which I think is funnier than any of the jokes <laughs> on stage. I liked that bit. <laughs> vivacious but also I think I mean Blair can't admit defeat but I think she just goes a bit like you know I I need this I want this blah 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 blah. she goes goes a bit too far I think I think she should have you know just toned it down a bit and been like okay well shit well Juju Juju cries but not because I think she thinks she's leaving she just says I don't want to be cliche but I have a lot more to show and then they all tell each other Mm -hmm. they love each other and then weirdly Juju goes for a poo poo bee and they they give her like a little pot of poo puree Oh, potpourri, you mean? But isn't it called poopuri when it's for poo? No, potpourri. Oh, is it? Because oh. it's specifically to put in the toilet for poo. Oh, is it? Oh. And was this an advert or was it just a joke? I just can't tell sometimes with Drag Race. Because <laughs> they did it before with a squatty potty and that was a genuine advert because Rue, they sponsored the podcast, Rue did. Um, but this one was... Maybe GGB just really stinky shit. <laughs> I can see it. I mean, from her drinking days, there must have been some some bad ones. <laughs> some, some residual bowel problems. <laughs> so we, we get some dramatic voting. They try and ham this up as if it's, ooh, which oh, way is it going to go? But It's all completely obvious how it's going to go. And uh, But but just the typical, like, <gasps> I'm sorry, hon. I'm sorry. You're the best in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> 
And then we go back to the main stage and Rue introduces the lip sync as... Assassin! Sin. Which I don't know. I think Rue just had a bit of a senior moment, and they just didn't know how to edit around it. But no, he just, just like, try, he just tries to jazz it up with different with different ways of saying it, like bring out my girls, <laughs> things like that. Bring back my girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He just doesn't mix it up. I thought that was quite funny though. So we get the reveal of the lip sync assassin and someone says, is it Latrice? And I'm like, can you imagine Kennedy stood there like, for fuck's sake? I mean, no shade to Latrice, but she's Kennedy's going to be going on a diet when she gets home now. Someone thought her silhouette was Latrice Royale, chunky yet funky. Jeez. So no, it's Kennedy Davenport, of course, from season seven and All Stars 3. Um, a drag New York LaGuardia. Kennedy. Show! I can't do it. Show! I sound more like Cher. I'm trying to do her little Richard Yeah, thing. I, thought I, I thought I was Cher. <laughs> uh, but I was so excited to see Kennedy um, was. And then we get the lip sync. I mean, I just... Cracker even left the stage because she was like, I'm not going to win. But then the, it's just the song choice was so weird. So weird. And I don't know why they did this. Because you can't dance to it. There's no... It has no visible... Um, like punctuation in it either like you know no drop beats no um key changes no even discernible yeah. chorus so very strange yeah someone described this song online as like almost like a monologue set to music so it's not really like something you can play up did you were you aware of this song it's not i've never heard this song either but i think i think it's just like you know how at the beginning of um Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, when they do, I've been to paradise, but I've never seen... You can do, like, a torch song as a lip sync, amazingly. Oh, absolutely. But it's not even that. It's It's just sort of like a -a ramble-a-thon. It's not about... Yeah, you don't need it to be a high-energy song to be good. There's been loads of amazing slower lip syncs, Mm. but this is very middle of the road. And, yeah, so it's Reba McIntyre Fancy. I think Iggy Azalea Fancy would have been a better choice. I don't know if they ordered the wrong one. But it's also... I also find it quite... Like, I mean, obviously, maybe I was having anxiety problems this week, but I'm, I also found this really, really cringe because obviously they can't do anything with the song. So it cuts the, it cuts the, um, the judges and they're just sort of like stony face throughout because nothing's happening. Yeah. And there was... was... And, they sort of, and they sort of go, <laughs> at the end. Well, I think they cut to Blair a few times. Wasn't she lip syncing the song? She was like the only one who really she knew was, it. yeah. But there were a few... <laughs> so, yeah, it was a shit lip sync, but there were a few rumours about what might have happened. So some people are saying that apparently Cameron from season 10 was meant to be the assassin and she pulled out because there wasn't enough time to prepare. So Kennedy stepped um, in and that might be why... I don't know if you noticed, but Kennedy missed a few of the words and maybe didn't have time mm. to prepare, like, any kind of big performance. Because it is a song with a lot of words, that, as they said. And it's like, why they... If, if they didn't have enough time, why don't they just pick one that was much easier? Exactly. They sh- but I guess maybe they've already paid for the songs. They can't just play a random song. They have to clear it beforehand. But, yeah. Um, I've forgotten about this lip sync. So, I, you know, I'm going to knock off a point to six out of ten. Oh, so we're both on six now. Yeah, good. Yeah, and then uh, also some people thought that maybe Cracker was given us. They were given a song that she could win because most songs Kennedy would beat her. But also because you know the prize money that Cracker won, the ten thousand dollars. If it rolled over to next week, next week's the finale. (laughs) Doulas. Sam Doulas. Sam (laughs) Doulas. So some people think they had to end on a lip sync that the winning queen won, not the assassin. So they made it Mm. so it wasn't Kennedy. So many conspiracy theories. It's like 5G of the the drag world. (laughs) The 5G's girl. Good girl, good girl, girl, get a... Oh, I can't say it. Good God, girl, get a grip. (laughs) <laughs> Another Latrice quote. Yes. And then also some people speculate that Kennedy threw the lip sync, but I don't think she would have done that. I don't think that's Kennedy's no, style. You don't come all the way um, and be a lip sync assassin just to crap it up on purpose. Unless the producers, another theory, some people think the producers say, can you come on the show but not beat the Queen? Which is what some people said they happened to Morgan and with Alyssa, where they're like, can you just turn it down because oh. we need... Our girl to win this week. So maybe, but Kenan didn't have the words, so I think maybe uh, it was more Subterfuge! <laughs> so whatever happened anyway, it sucked. It was a bad choice. Um, mm. I was almost as cross as Kennedy's eyes. So that was a shame. <laughs> and Cracker wins, which we never thought we'd see when it's Cracker versus Kennedy. So now yeah, Kennedy exactly. has technically lost a lip sync to both Trixie Mattel and Cracker. Welcome to 2020. Right. I know. Oh my god! I feel like I feel. Like, in the, what kind of world does Boa beat me? I feel like we're a kind of a drag race. Here. This is the upside down. It is. 
yeah. then Cracker does the inevitable and she eliminates Blair, which should have happened last week. But okay, it's happened now, finally. And we have yeah. a top three. Yeah, top three. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the top three. Yes. I knew it was going to be this top three right from the start. I thought it was, well, I thought maybe Alexis would be in the finale, but yeah, I thought. <laughs> really? You haven't mentioned it. <laughs> um, so, Shay, Juju, Cracker, who do you want to win? I mean, I think we know the answer to that, but go on. Indulge. I want, I want Juju B <laughs> to win. Juju B for that. But the thing is, I don't think, unless Juju B is some kind of amazing in this finale, I don't think she is going to win because, as I've said before, I love her so much, but she just doesn't put as much effort in as the other two. Yeah. Um, I think it's Shay's to win. I think it always was from the beginning and now it's closer to the end. I think it's even more clearly that it's going to be Shay. I think Cracker's mm. done quite well, so but I just don't think there's any scenario get, that they would crown Cracker because I just don't think she has the popularity behind her. And I think... No, cr- and, she, and she's irritating. And crowning like a, a young white queen is like often a way to attract criticism. So I think when they, the show does it now, it's going to be because the queen really is popular and deserves it, like Aquaria. Mm. I don't think they're going to... Well, I thought um, like with season 12, I thought um who was the one in the middle i thought she should have won i can't remember their bloody name crystal uh no chris i mean yeah oh, Gigi. i would yeah, yeah I, I thought Gigi good should have won to be fair yeah but um but i think yeah i think shakulay is a deserved winner and it's also like um it's like divine retribution do you know what i mean at last yeah uh, i think it's a shame they did the tie in all stars four because i think shay and Gigi would have been an amazing tie but they probably won't do it because they did it last year um, but that would have been great. And then, but last year was a goddamn shit show in my book. Anyway, it should have been. It should have been Manila anyway. Absolutely, Chandler. Not my president. And then, not my president. And, not my queen. And then the phone rings, and just before the show, uh, episode ends, and we get the same acting from Rue that got AJ and the Queen cancelled. She's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but there's a twist, but we don't even find out what the twist is. Yeah, we. I think we do because then we just see and look what happens next week. All the other queens are there. But uh, do they just come back just for a chat, or are they going to be part of the? I think they're going to be part of the final challenge in some way. I think it'll be like um, you know at the end of the, in the final of The Apprentice. Exactly. Yeah. That's what and I like, thought. Yeah. Yeah, where they, where they basically come back and they pick them and they do a challenge using them as their team. That is exactly what I think is going to happen. And But I'm glad they're going to get a little almost... Because there's no reunion this year, so they're all going to have it out as well. So that'll make next week's episode mm. juicy. We might finally find out the truth about the whole Alexis... Um, conspiracy. Well, it does look, does it does look like it? And Derek Barry, Derek Barry goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm living for this or something, whatever." But it looks. But she's desperate to get whatever screen time she can. Probably dressed as Britney. We can only assume. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to come as something different, so I've come as Britney. <laughs> as long as it's not another jury vote, anyway. I don't think they would do that again. No. Um, so Blair's gone. She gets to do that little kiss shake thing before she goes. Thank you, and that's it for this episode. Um, I really hope next week. Goodbye, is better. Claire. Goodbye, Blair. And uh, please join us tomorrow where we'll be recapping Canada's Drag Race. I keep calling it Drag Race Canada, but it's Canada's Drag Race. I need Canada's to Drag Race. You know, I tried to find it on iPlayer the other day and I put in Drag Race. Like, it didn't come up. I put in Rue and that didn't come up, obviously, because I just kept getting it wrong. It's Canada's Drag Race. Starts with Canada. I did the exact same thing, Sam. But I think if you put in drag, it should still come up. It's weird. I know. But yeah, it is weird. But yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with, as we said, Canada's Drag Race. See you all about it. (laughs) Bye.